Yo, this is Press Play with Augie and Riz. I'm Augie. Hey, hey, I'm Riz. This is a podcast where we discuss our favorite movies, TV, television shows, and anything we think you guys might like to listen to. Don't forget to follow us on Instagram at Press Play AR. That's Press Play AR on yes. Instagram. Now, today's show, we're going to be discussing our top 10 movies of 2021. Uh, we're going to discuss why we haven't been on for a little bit, or maybe not discuss it, just, hey, we haven't been on for a little bit. <laughs> hey, guys, we're back. We're going to try and be a little more regular. Let's see. <laughs> All that after this. Woo-woo. All right, guys. So, yeah, surprise. We are back. We wanted to give you guys one last episode of 2021. And since we didn't give you our top 10 of last year. We did, actually. Oh, yeah, yeah but it was, it was later. Super late. It was, uh, like, probably two episodes ago. <laughs> the, way, the way we went. Uh, why not do it in time? Yeah. Um, our New Year's resolution is to be a little more regular with the podcast. You know, a lot of familial stuff going on you know. in in on in both our families meant that we had to postpone and postpone and postpone but we we love doing the podcast and we love bringing bringing you our 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 interesting voices our interesting take on on movies and tv etc and the world around us honestly and we don't gain any money from this this we're doing this because we we really like it but yeah we have a great time and we're we're gonna attempt to be a little more regular next year try our best hopefully hopefully 2022 will be a lot better than 2021 glum glum but that's what we said about 2020 yeah <laughs> and god here help we us. are god help us <laughs> sweet so uh we have been opening our views also in television uh those who have been listening to us a while we know that we watch tv before bed and we started with the golden girls and will and grace and so on and now we're into Blossom. We're doing Blossom, Just Shoot Me. Just Shoot Me. Wonder Years sometimes. Yeah. I, I've been making you watch Ally McBeal. Forcefully. But it's like, you know, I'm so into it already. I just need to know where this all leads to. Yeah. But let's start with Blossom not getting into trouble and her dad being kind of sort of lenient on that. She gets away with murder. She literally gets away with murder. And... uh the season we're on, I believe, is season three or four. Three. Three. It gets... I, I feel like the writers uh, felt very comfortable. Like, we're just going to do whatever we want, and we're going to have, like, these artsy episodes and, special, like, the special episodes, like, yeah. uh, Six is Stealing, uh, Tony's... Tony Relapses, stuff like that. Uh, I'm not really liking this season as much as the previous ones, but... I, I think it gets better. I can't remember how much I watched, but you didn't know that it 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 was paired with Fresh Prince of Bel Air back in the day. No, it it was in the same universe, if you might say. Well, that that as well. Excuse me. That as well. It was in the same universe, but it was uh, I believe uh, it followed Fresh Prince of Bel Air on NBC. Mm. So it was a weird pair. But uh, yeah. Um, in, in a recent episode, Hillary from Fresh Prince crossed over, and I think maybe Tony crossed over to, to Fresh Prince of Bel-Air. But uh, in the first season, if you remember, Will Smith playing the actor Will Smith uh, guest starred. 
I so, remember the elevator. Now it's kind of a uh, 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 thund- thunder fuck or thunder thunder. <laughs> I don't know. It's it's messed up. They 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 fuck that up. So she gets caught smoking cigarettes, uh, sneaking out, and her dad just gives keeps on like forgiving her. She's blossom. Uh, she wears a cute hat. What, what, what can we do? <laughs> no, like at the 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 big. Um, cliffhanger last season or uh, the six oh second God, season yes. she go, freaking go. ran away with her boyfriend and, and yes. spent the night overnight at a motel and it's like hmm, she's <laughs> blossom and they didn't have sex and and it's like the that whole thing was like so odd for you know even for me today you know yeah i i i, I think the viewers probably didn't want to see blossom punished they wanted to see her get in trouble, but they didn't want to see her punished. Yeah. So, you know, that's just how they wrote it. Okay. All right. Uh, well, moving on, we finished, we did finish the Golden Girls. And yes. I found out, I'm very excited, although... Oh my God, yes. Uh, I don't know. Uh, finally, the Golden Palace, which is the Golden Girls sequel series, is coming to Hulu, which I never really watched because uh, growing up we had, uh, we had antennas. You didn't have cable. And CBS came in really shitty, so I couldn't continue it. And I, you know, I don't really hear great things about the series, but I do want to see, I do want to see the continuation. And, and, you know, it's 24 more episodes, so I want to see, you know, Rose and Blanche and Sophia, their final arc. Yeah. Even though Sophia does go on to be on, I think, the last three seasons of Empty Nest after Golden Palace (laughs) ends. But uh, we can leave that off. What was that list. movie trailer that we saw with Estelle Getty and who, Mel Gibson? <laughs> don't, don't, wait. Stop don't, or my mom will shoot. Yeah, or something like that. I like, saw it in the theater. <laughs> God help me. <laughs> this, that was the weirdest thing. What, the other television show that completely surprised me and I really enjoy is Just Shoot Me. Oh, it's I love that show, yeah. Uh, when it came out, it was a bit too... You know, it was ahead of my time. Yeah. And I really wasn't into it. And today, I find it so snarky and crass and, and campy. Campy yeah. is a good word, yes, of that show. And I fucking love it. And I don't want to binge it because I enjoy it. So I want to slowly watch uh, that series as it goes. I think we have, I think we're in season three as well because the first season was like, 12. was like Blossom and only had a few episodes during yeah. the first season. It was a mid mid season replacement. Mm-hmm. Uh, we're we're steadily going through it. Um, I think there's five five or six seasons. Oh, oh okay, that's decent. And, yeah, and you know, of course, I'm sporadically rewatching Well and Grace again while you fall asleep. Yeah, I mean, I've I've I watched them sporadically back in the day, and then I watched the whole series with you. Oh, and Ally McBeal. And we're watching Ally McBeal yeah. and. Uh, Lucy Lou finally showed up. Yes. And she's she's kind of weird in my perspective. I just don't know how to grasp this show as a I know it's, it's a, a dramedy. Com- it's a comedy. Um but it's like it takes itself too serious or it doesn't. It's kind of then there's like a family guy-esque cutaways of yeah. like other things and it's really weird and now Lucy Lou is just hanging around the law firm. Yep. For no reason. Well, well she's she's, she's dating or, fr- or befriended. She's she, Nell's friend and now... She's dating uh, Richard Fish. Yeah. Well. Uh, and Nell is another character who I really like, played by uh, Portia, Portia Darasi, Ellen's wife. 
she's fantastic. Although, you know, I've heard, you know, in interviews since then, she's talked about how because of the show she had uh, body image issues. Mm-hmm, mm-hmm. And you'll, you'll see in the future. But she's, she's also fantastic in that show. Yeah. And I remember our one one of our discussions about the 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 love triangle at the center of the show and I'm just like if this was made today they would have like literally the three of them would have had a threesome you know wow. literally that's <laughs> what happens today it's like they push the boundaries but back then it was just a never ending love triangle I'm not saying it's it is never ending cuz it probably isn't I'm not going to give you any spoilers but it just it does seem to like why why I, yeah. I don't get it the whole thing well, that's my least favorite thing about it but you know more is more is to come more is to come and uh, update on miami i guess in general we have we haven't really been out to the beach as much i guess because temperatures are dropping yeah and we are what what we cold-blooded we need the sun yeah and we need warmth we're true floridian south floridians mm-hmm. And we haven't really been much out, but uh, tomorrow we're going kayaking. Finally. Yes. Uh, yeah. Saying goodbye to 2021. Yeah. As doing what we really love to do, it, and that's going out and explore. Out to and see. <laughs> It'll and be fun. see if we can see some wildlife. Re- yeah. Remember that time we went kayaking and we saw that guy getting bumped by the manatee? Yeah. And he flipped over? Yeah. He was Australian. He was a cutie. <laughs> And I swam that next. was weird, I, weird shit. Yeah, well, I, I didn't see the manatee, but he like fucking fell, and but you saw it. Yes, and he's like something hit me. <laughs> okay, and Sorry. I'm like, you're right down there. Oh, I, 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 <laughs> I remember the 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 Chinese family that <laughs> that took my picture. Yes, I'm famous in. You're oh, pro- I'm wearing the the Homer. Mr. Sparkle. Mr. Sparkle shirt. I bet you there's like a Mr. Sparkle box or something. Yes, those people were very fascinating for you in particular. They guess, didn't care about me. I guess I'm just uh, your average white boy. Yeah, they, so we know. believe that Richard's face is like the American model citizen <laughs> of the great outdoor That's in my, mainland my, China. That's my little fantasy. <laughs> That's what's going on in China right now. If anyone visits China, let me know. Be like Thomas. <laughs> <laughs> It's a slogan or something. I don't know. So, yeah, uh, we're going to go ahead and take a quick break, and we'll be right back with the... Whoa, I'm sounding like a robot. With the top 10 movies of 2021. Sweet! And we are back with our top 10 list of 2021 movies. Yes. All right, so we're just going to go straight into it. My top 10 is Candyman. Your number 10 is Candyman? Yes. Awesome. I just liked the movie. It was a nice refresh reboot to a really popular cult franchise. And I really hope it expands more, you know, in the future, that universe. And I love the main actor. I think his first name is Yaha. I think, yeah, I think he was so. Morpheus oh, gosh. In, yeah, and I was just about to say that. He was, he was Morpheus. And he was in, um, in uh, what's that that series I keep wanting you to watch? The comic book series on HBO Max. Oh. Uh, Watchmen. Watchmen. He's, he's in Watchmen as well. Oh, okay. Uh, he's fantastic. He's a fantastic actor. Oh, he's brilliant. And he's amazing. Yeah, I, I liked it. They brought Vanessa Williams back from the original. Mm-hmm. Uh, they... 
I like what they did with the mythology of it. I thought it was very interesting, and um, it's it's not even you know my number ten or anything. Oh no, it's not my, <laughs> my number ten. I'm, I'm just talking about it. Right. Okay, do you want me to move on to number ten? Yeah, go. My number ten uh, was the Marvel film The Eternals. I uh, really enjoyed it. It was a little longish, but I enjoyed it. It was a fantastic cast. I love that they had inclusion, like you know, real inclusion, not mm-hmm. like the five second director cameo who wasn't even you know gay in real life yeah inclusion of was that endgame or was uh, i think it was endgame it was yeah the opening of endgame yeah uh you know i liked it a lot it was entertaining what about you oh, oh my number nine my number nine was uh a movie i actually didn't see with you i think it might be the only one on here that i saw on hulu called don't tell a soul it's about, uh, it's with Rain Wilson from The Office. It's okay. about these kids that are like breaking into a house and they're caught by a security guard and they go running through the forest, but then the security guard falls in a, in a freaking hole. So the mm. older brother is like, ah, just leave him there. <laughs> but the younger brother that, you know, who has abandonment issues decides to befriend him and, you know, visits him and then gives him a walkie talkie and, All you know, he's in that hole. All while he's in the oh hole. So they're kind of manipul or he's kinda you don't know if if Rain Wilson's character is trying to manipulate him. I mean, yeah. he obviously is, he wants to get out of the hole. Mm-hmm. And it's 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 weird to watch because, you know, the younger brother just wants a friend to talk to and a father figure, basically. Okay. And but there's a lot of good good twists and I I recommended it. It's a fun movie. Okay. All What's right. your number nine? Uh, Escape Room Tournament of Champions. Awesome, awesome. Uh, I I enjoyed it. It was fun. It was consistent. Great cast. Uh, the the escape rooms in itself were elaborate. Um, it was it was everything from you know suspense to kind of cheeky funny and and I really enjoyed it. Yeah, I made you watch the first one before yes. before we saw it. Yes. Uh, what was I gonna say about it? Oh yeah, it has a like. A fantastic twist mm-hmm. as well. Did you like it better or worse than the first one? I honestly don't remember the first one. Okay. So there you go. Oh, <laughs> there, there you go. Uh, so I go with my number eight. Yes, sir. Venom. Let there let there be carnage. Sweet. Uh, I again enjoyed the movie like <laughs> I did with ten and nine. Um, I think what people missed from this movie was it kind of told. Uh, the what's his name Eddie Brock Eddie story Brock, yeah. a little bit more, uh, and they fleshed it more, and it, it continued from the first one and his struggle with and Wayne and his relationship with with the symbiote, and I think that's why it's part of my top my top ten uh, in a comic book storytelling. It's not always you know fighting and lasers and get the girl yeah. get the guy. It's you know also mental and human emotions that people go through i like that it's it basically makes venom part of the the marvel universe yeah um and i feel like it's not your average marvel film mm-hmm, and and mm-hmm. that's what i really like about it and i think that if marvel had full control over it and sony didn't it, yeah. it would be completely different you know so i'm in this case i'm glad that they aren't 
they aren't owned by the same studio, but they're part of the same universe. You understand? Yes. Just like I'm sure Morbius is going to go go its own way while still being connected. Okay. All right. So you understand. You did two in a row, right? Uh, yeah. All right. So my number eight was In the Heights, the a musical movie, uh, Lin-Manuel Miranda. I liked it. It was colorful it was the the songs were fun the musical performances were nice and elaborate okay. uh and i like the acting the the girl the love main love interest is going to be in scream so i'm excited to see her again <laughs> uh it was it was a fun movie i i found it entertaining so my number seven was a sequel called the matrix resurrections Ah, okay. I really enjoyed it. Uh, I want to say out of the sequels, because you, you can't touch the original Matrix, but I think it might be my favorite sequel out of the three sequels. Um, I feel like it... Not that it wasn't needed. I feel like it was just like a tack-on. But that, but in that tack-on, I feel like they fixed a lot of things. How You know, how the original trilogy ended. You know... Uh, I don't want to give away spoilers. It's just, it's brand new. Do you, too, too many spoilers. Go ahead. Do you feel like they took away the mythical essence of Zia, of Neo uh, in this one? Uh, no, because I, in my opinion, that was always how I felt. Like, how they left it. You know what I mean? That's how I felt. You know, maybe in Riz's mind, this is what it was. Because everyone interprets a movie differently. But this confirms confirms my my feelings i don't want to give too much away i understand but uh i'm i'm thrilled that you know that carrie ann moss it came back as well and she is amazing in and out of the matrix i love her uh, you, she's amazing they're they were doing interviews together and they're like really good friends i believe it of course um and real, who wouldn't be friends with keanu reeves he's he he seems like an amazing guy mm-hmm. off screen uh and he literally uh, like offered her a role in in the John Wick movies. He's like, "Do you want to be an assassin?" She's like, "Hell yeah, why not?" He's <laughs> like, "You know, I'm serious. I can make this happen. So that'd be freaking amazing." Because uh, I would watch, I would watch her read the phone book. You know? Yeah, basically, me too. All right, so go ahead. All right, my number seven is Black Widow. All right. Cool, um. Cool. It made it to my list because it needed Natasha's closure. Uh, I always said that the movie was, you know, 20 years too late. It should yeah. have been done a long, long time ago. That's a shame. Uh, but without it, it didn't introduce us to Yelena, a.k.a. Florence Pugh. And Let's be honest. It was like five years at the very least because it took place five years before most of the events mm-hmm. freaking black widow is already dead you know what i mean exactly. it's all it's all in the past so i don't know why they couldn't get it together to to do this other than to be like oh we're making a black widow movie you don't think she's gonna die in this upcoming movie because we're <laughs> i think maybe that's that was it yeah uh, do you think that she's dead for good i mean the uh the lawsuits they settled she settled that with disney no, because remember the what if universe is also connected to yeah. that, and there's a Black Widow out there that is part of Guardians of the Multiverse. Okay. So who knows if that Black Widow will cross over to our 
MCU. I think she will. And if she does, or if or when she does... Quote me. <laughs> if or when she does, I'm sure Scarlett Johansson will make bank. And she oh, yeah. better. She sure as hell better. Oh, hell Because yeah. she deserves it. Oh, yeah. Uh, my number six is Cruella. Awesome. I love the movie. It was... I love fashion. I loved her story. Um, it was even before... You know, the whole Dalmatian thing. It was a good origin story. And, you know, you really feel for her. And it's like it's like when you watch the movie Joker, you understand the villain yeah. of why they're such villains, period. Yeah, and, it got compared to Joker a bit. Um, really? Yeah. yeah. And it, it just, you know, made me love Corella better. And Emma Stone was awesome. Honestly, I don't. I didn't like her in La La Land. I felt like the movie was good. It, it. She was not the perfect fit for that role. But I think Emma Stone is a brilliant actress. I love her and I respect her a lot. And I think she's like a girl that I know I would like if I hung out with her. Sweet. Oh, I liked it too. Moving on. <laughs> uh, my number six uh, was Venom. Let there be carnage. Sweet. Uh, I had been looking forward to this movie for, what, it got pushed back a year and a half, which mm-hmm. sucked. Um, but it, like I said before, it didn't. It doesn't follow the normal Marvel BS. Uh, I feel like they could have gone a completely different way with Anne Wang, you know, Michelle Williams. And I'm glad they didn't. There was a portion at the end where they put her in a box, but that was because, you know, Michelle Williams in real life was pregnant at the time. Mm -hmm. Uh, Literally put her in a freaking box during, like, the final fight scene. Uh, And I enjoyed the campiness of it. I I enjoyed the the weird wedding, you know what I mean? That was really (laughs) cool. Like, it's just a campy movie, and I, I really liked it. I did, too. All right, That's so great. that means we are getting into our top five. Ooh. Bum, bum, bum. Top five. Richard. Riz. <laughs> is Halloween Kills. Yeah. <laughs> I like Nice. <laughs> nice. Okay. Uh, I, I, you know, I went to see it with you guys. Most of you didn't really like it. I didn't really like the first one that much for whatever reason. Not, you know, the Halloween re, re whatever. Mm-hmm. The third reboot. Because you know how it is. Uh, I didn't really like it. I guess because I was crossing my arms stubborn that they were ignoring the past again. Like, because in H2O, they're like, nothing beyond Halloween 2 happened. You know what I mean? And then in this one, it's like, nothing beyond Halloween 1 happened. You know, canonly. And I'm like, why do that again, you know? But this one was a lot of fun, and it went to a lot of places I wasn't expecting. It introduced a lot of characters, and it brought back a lot of characters. Uh, and it didn't... It, it didn't. No, not didn't. It, it took chances with who they decided to kill off. Like, there was several kills in that movie that my jaw dropped, you know? I couldn't believe it. Well, I couldn't... I, not that I couldn't believe it, but... You know what I mean? Yes. I, I left very satisfied. I'm looking forward to the finale, which is Halloween ends. Yeah, right. But yeah, <laughs> we'll, we'll, we'll be seeing Jamie Lee Curtis in a in a wheelchair in another 20 years. <gasps> oh, yeah. Nothing after Halloween vein. 3 happened. <laughs> We're doing Season of the Witch in this one. I don't know. That That's for horror fans. That, that was a good joke. Right. Go ahead. 
Oh, uh, wait. Did I, I did two in a row. Ago. All right. So number my, five. my number five is Zack Snyder's Justice League. Sweet. Uh, though long, it had to be long. I understand the movie now. It made more sense. It was visually stunning. It gave Cyborg and the Flash's story uh, its respected story and ending of the movie. Um, I'm glad that it took out all... I'm glad that it took out all that Whedonism out. Yeah. Um, and that high school, it's all I think about. It's high school jokes. Like these kids are like in the locker rooms, like <laughs> penis and, and boobies and shit like yeah. that is what I think. I'm sorry. He, he falls back on that a lot, unfortunately. Um, and it's a fantastic, fantastic superhero movie in general. Um, I really enjoyed it. I loved it. And it made me fall in love with, with, Ezra Miller as The Flash all over again. And I was just about to mention that that movie made me ten times more excited to see the new Flash movie. Mm-hmm. Uh, after, you know, seeing, you know, generally where they're going. Yeah. Uh, it's a shame that, you know, Cyborg's probably done. The actor. Yeah, uh, Ray maybe. Fisher. Yeah. Hopefully they'll bring him back. Uh, but no, I liked it as well. Cool. And your number four. My number four is Halloween Kills. Oh, shit. Uh, I, as in corporate American email, I would like to piggyback on whatever you said, Richard. <laughs> uh, it, especially what you mentioned is that they went to places that they never went before. Mm-hmm. And I felt like it just stretched out their story and, and their world a little bit better. Uh, the kills were completely different. The homage to Season of the Witch yes. was superb which I, I i did have to show you yeah you showed me i i give you credit <laughs> that was on so that cool but you um, know i rewatched uh the the halloween 2018 after yeah and those kids were in it like oh. in the costumes oh. it was already there no in way. the first one and i'm like oh i don't i don't think i've ever watched h2o or those kind of movies or season of the witch i yeah. want to say i vaguely remember the first one um so i really am not you know, as what's the correct word here? Um, into it, into it as yeah. you, I guess. Uh, but I respect the universe. I respect the franchise, one hundred percent. And it's in my top five, top four. I, yeah, I really enjoyed the movie. Awesome. Yeah. Uh, I think Halloween, uh, as far as Halloween, uh, excuse me, horror, horror franchises, is mm-hmm. my second favorite franchise mm-hmm. uh, after Scream. Uh, it's. There's so many, like, good movies. There's a few, like, crap ones. Uh, how, uh, the Curse of Michael Myers. I don't. I can't even remember remember any of it. Uh, but Halloween 4, like, your mouth will drop if you see it. I'm going off. I can, okay, we can do a whole <laughs> podcast about each Halloween movie. Uh, all right, moving on. My number four uh, was Cruella. Oh, wow. Da, 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 da. What you said before, uh, it isn't um, before the Dalmatians because it's, it's just like a revisioning of the story. Just like Maleficent, you know, mm-hmm. we didn't see it from this perspective. Like maybe if the story's retold a million times, it comes out to her being a villain. All but hey, time. maybe she wasn't really a villain. And maybe it isn't a prequel. It's uh, maybe it's the real story. Maybe it's it's the real origin. Uh, but no, the, uh, didn't she end up with a bunch of Dalmatians at the end? Uh, yeah, I think so. And she gave it to, yeah, to the, 
Perdita, and, or not, that's the name of the dog. Uh, Pongo and Perdita. <laughs> I can't believe I Oh, yeah, that's that. right. Yeah, yeah. It's, it's a great movie. Uh, it's a, it was a lot of fun. Yeah. And we it was, saw it, uh, we saw it in the theaters uh, uh, with a bunch of our friends. And it was it was a cool night, and that was the the night that that I'm like I think they sell coffee here <laughs> because I'm sorry I can't see late movies without coffee. I will fall asleep. I was falling asleep at the Matrix the other day, and it was like at three o'clock yes, in the afternoon. It was like four o'clock in the <laughs> afternoon. We were ha- almost halfway, and you you were snoring, babe. And I had to but look the at snoring you. would wake me up. <laughs> and it's my like, own dude, snoring. Come wakes on, me up. this is your movie. I still I didn't miss that much. It was and I'm I'm rewatching it uh in parts on HBO Max now. It's it was okay. We're talking about Corolla, but Corolla's fantastic. So it's my turn? Uh I believe I do I already no, did my I, top I, four. I do three, yeah. Okay, go. My number three was the Suicide Squad. Oh wow. Interessante. Uh, interessante. Uh another like Another movie that doesn't have to like be what you would expect a, a superhero movie to be, and this is the anti whatever anti superheroes. Uh, we, we we all kind of called what would happen to most of the characters because in the trailer they they had like twenty <laughs> credited stars of the the movie, and we're like, uh, uh, let's let's just wait and see. But it was fun and. Uh, I I I'm not a hundred percent happy that they they kind of ignored the events of the first one because I enjoyed the first one as well, but yeah I did like it a lot better than the first one and it was a a lot more daring I guess. And That's a good word for the movie. Yeah, I liked it. The I guess uh the only my only nitpick about it is that it kind of. Ripped off the opening to Deadpool two with all these big casts like Brad Pitt and Ellen Scar. Er, well, that well, it wasn't the opening of Dead Dead. Or not the opening. It was like right. I know it. Uh, the opening ripped off a scene, and maybe and then maybe. it kind of just disconnected. And you know, I knowing these characters and you know some actors and actresses that were in the opening for Suicide Squad all got blown off. Those that are spoiler alert, man, that movie already came out, so that was that's avoiding, not our fault. I was avoiding the not, spoilers, all right. All right, so my number three is Spider Man No Way Home. Ah, sweet. Uh, it was a really good, ambitious film to be made, and it was everything every fan ever hoped for for a Spider Man movie in itself and for MCU in the big picture. Um, it was wonderful. I liked, you know, how we got also a glimpse of, spoiler alert, the other Spider-Man's story in their universe without wasting so much time and, and you know, not detaching from the Spider-Man storyline or the Far yeah. From Home storyline. Right. So in. it kind of gave you nods and hints that made you, you know... Uh, because I hate when you see sequels or, or you know, yeah, basically sequels that they don't mention anything from the past and you want to know because you're a fan and mm-hmm. and they completely gloss over it. So to see that, I, I, I was really, I enjoyed it. Really great movie. Uh, I'm excited to see what the other trilogy will be for him in 
in the After High School Saga. Cool. Sweet. And your number two. My number two is Eternals. Oh, nice. It got up there. Yeah, Eternal for me is, for Marvel, one of the most beautiful stories ever written. Um, who was that, your mom? No, it was an uh, alarm. Oh. Uh, it's, it had compassion. It was beautiful. It was just a beautiful movie in writing and cinematography, in direction. The cast itself had its own their own little screen time it was a really great movie for marvel and for for film in general i thoroughly enjoyed it i loved it it was quite quite stunning cinematography Mm -hmm. quite stunning uh sweet so my number two uh was shang chi and the legend of the ten rings (laughs) wow uh another marvel movie uh, yeah they're they're kind of taking over cinema aren't they hey i mean it, it's a great time to be a nerd uh, yeah what i liked about this movie was um they didn't like i like i said before they don't they don't go the that normal marvel way i like that there wasn't the obvious love interest mm-hmm. for the main character. Like he had, he has the female friend played by uh, Aquafina. Aquafina, and but there's no hint like that. There, there, it's just a platonic friendship. Yeah, and and going into it, you might think that that something, you know, there would be some sort of hint there. Mm-hmm. So I like they went there. The I think I said in the past that. The ending, wherever they, whatever dimension they end up in, is yeah. just gorgeous. Mm-hmm. You have the the dragons flying around and shit like that. That was amazing. Uh, I look forward to watching it again. All right, sweet and bum, 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 bum. all right. My number one for the year twenty twenty one. I'm more shocked than anyone else that <laughs> it is Spider Man No Way Home. No way. Uh. Ah man, it's it was very nostalgic for me. I like yes. I you didn't notice, but I was actually well, I was having an allergy attack. I think that day, but I was actually like crying during some of those scenes Aww. because like just when I, like the same thing when I went to see um when we went to see Willy Wonka on the on the big screen, like just that opening scene, yeah. I got emotional because uh, I'd seen it, you know. I grew up with that film. Yeah, it's and touching. to just see see that opening scene where it's it's the chocolate factory on the big screen. And you hear, oh my gosh! I, you know, I got emotional, and there were scenes in this, and like you said, spoiler alert, whatever. Um, I wasn't really happy that they they decided uh, after Spider Man three to reboot it. You know what I mean? And I'm let me I'm, I have something to say about that after. Remind me, and because they were planning Spider-Man Four with Tobey Maguire, and then they're like, "Hmm, canceled. Let's recast with Andrew Garfield." And then poor Andrew Garfield, they were planning, uh, you know, Spider-Man, Spider-Man 3. Three, and canceled. Uh, let's uh, introduce someone else and introduce him into the Marvel Cinematic. Blah blah blah. In Andrew's defense, though, it was completely out of his hands. They were going through all that issue with Disney buying Fox and Sony being in the picture and all this stuff. Well, not only that, uh, 
it was the lackluster, you know, box, box office. office unfortunately, well, it just didn't I mean, do as well. And honestly, that the second one, uh, I would rather stick glass in my eye than have to watch that again. <laughs> uh, but I would watch that before Spider Man Three <laughs> any day. Uh, but I, you know, I didn't. I didn't really like Homecoming. I didn't really like Far From Home. I'm like, eh, standard bullshit. Number you know. two was. Most complete crap. I didn't. Me. I didn't like either of them. Honestly, I I could live without ever wanting to see them. So I was. So this isn't like, like a sequel to just those two movies. It gives you closure for the original Spider Man. Oh yeah, and for Andrew Garfield Spider Man, which I was, you know, I was surprisingly touched by his by his performance. He's a fantastic actor himself. Um, he, uh, yeah, spoiler he knows, alert again. He knows. Peter Parker. He's a great Peter Parker. And yeah. he's a great Spider-Man. Um, back to what I remember I said, put a pin. Yeah. Uh, they, they're considering, because they got so far into the planning stages of the original Spider-Man 4 with Tobey Maguire, that they're considering actually completing it in animated form. Wow. And bringing like, the, the actors back to voice voice the characters. That, that would be I, I would. Oh, I'm going to cry because <laughs> I want to see it. <laughs> Uh, very satisfying movie. So, bum, 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 what? I, I, wait, can I guess? No, I don't want to guess. I think I know. My number one is Barb and Star Visit Vista Del Mar. <laughs> yeah, right. <laughs> Could you imagine? <laughs> My. <laughs> it's not, it's not. It's Shang-Chi and the Legend of the Ten yeah, Rings. Yeah, It is my favorite movie of 2021, obviously, because it's in number one. Um, I wanna, like you said, it didn't have that relationship between Shanchi and Aquafina's character. It, it, especially for kids, you know, who are LGBTQ plus, that you see that all the time, everywhere, and sometimes it doesn't even need to be in the storyline at all. Yeah, and I always use the Fifth Wave with Chloe Grace Mortez as a example when. She is halfway through the movie and it's by herself kicking ass, but she can't continue the second half of the the movie without her male protagonist or yeah protagonist that she falls in love with. And I just find it so sometimes nauseating. Um, not only that, the uh, the animation, the script, the fighting. I like that uh, Shang Chi's motive wasn't the your typical villain or even even in the family story it wasn't about you your... you you felt for this villain yeah and you don't feel that in a lot of movies yeah. you know you 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 even though he was wrong not only wrong the way he went about it but it was just wrong in general you you felt for him because there was a lot of pain where and love and pain and love where pain that love. that so-called villain villainry started yeah and I, I, I freaking loved it. I am really excited to see Shang-Chi's world evolve. Not part of the Avengers, because no. he's official. Well, yeah, of course. Part, but, but just yeah. his story arc as his own independent superhero and, and human uh, or person. Because he's not human. He's a superhero or a superpower or superhuman. He's a, yeah, superhuman. So human. Just... Yeah. Super. Yeah, <laughs> uh, uh, I I fucking enjoyed it. I really did. So, Bravo with Shanxi and the Legend 
of the Ten Rings. Nice. Do you have any uh, honorable mentions? Um, I guess you know the Suicide Squad. I it was a unique take on it, to be honest. Uh, Mortal Kombat, Army of the Dead. Mortal Kombat. Part of the top ten, no, but Army of the Dead. Oh, Army of the Dead. Yeah, that came very close for me as well. Yeah, I really enjoyed it. Uh, and you know they play the cranberry, so <laughs> that I, made me happy. I just didn't like the fact that the Chicana who knew all this fighting and knives and was fighting all these zombies die, and it's it, it, it pains that, me. Well, that in in zombie movies they do that a lot, you know, because it isn't like who's popular. You know what I mean? So, and that's why Walking Dead's did so well those first couple seasons because they would kill. Like, very popular and very intricate to the show characters off. So, then people would get their popcorn and then they fucked it up. You know, a few years after. But, that's... When when she died, that was, you know, like I said before, that jaw-dropping moment. I can't believe that happened. And and they did that on purpose, you know. Mm. So, you would be on the edge of your seat and you... And it what ifs? I, no, I agree. She was a fantastic <laughs> character. Uh, even more shocking would have been if the guy died instead of her, yeah, which okay. he did, you know, later dying. But in that in that one shock scene, you know what I mean? Uh, one of my honorable mentions was a film that came very close, close called uh, Shadow in the Clouds, which you did not see with me. With Chloe Grace Mortez. With Chloe. Yes. Uh, it is not at all what I was expecting and exactly what I was expecting, if that makes sense. Yes. You know, it's about a uh, like uh, an army nurse who who gets passage. The fuck is going on? Sorry, excuse my language. (laughs) Who uh, um, gets the uh, permission to travel cross country or whatever on this plane? And they're like, "Oh, who gave you permission for that?" And shit like that. But she's obviously hiding something uh, during, like, the 1920s or 30s or whatever. And generally, you what ultimately she is hiding makes complete sense, but you don't see it coming at all, uh, if that makes sense. Um, there are scenes in this movie that are so intense. Like, there's this one scene because, you know... They're like, we don't want a, a woman on our flight. Blah 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 blah. You have to get down in the in the guts of the plane. <laughs> so literally, wow. you go. I would say 10, 10 to fifteen minutes with just the camera on Chloe Grace Moritz in this tiny cramped space, and and all of a sudden shit starts flying off, and she has to like plug a hole or something or fix something really fast. So the the, the the entire cockpit or whatever doesn't fly off the bottom of the plane. Wow. And it's just it's one of the most intense scenes I've seen all year. And it's just ultimately it's just a fun movie. So I recommend it. I didn't watch it with you. I know. No. Maybe I thought it was gonna be very cheesy B rated type. Alright, alright. Do you have an, an oh and another one of my honorable mentions, a movie I, I did really like was Escape Room Tournament of Champions. Mm. Um Again, fantastic uh, twist at the end, or twist towards the end. Uh, and in it, when you look at sequels and you're like, they're inferior, or not inferior, but they're just not really good. This this 
did a good job at sequeling, if that makes sense. Yeah. They did a good job. Uh, and they continued the story in in, a, in an interesting way, in my oh, opinion. Yeah. So well, I'm, sure, I'm sure there'll be a escape room um, three... Um, a, escape room wrap up. Yeah, exactly. <laughs> <laughs> oh no, you were telling me to wrap it up. So yes. I think we should wrap it up. So awesome. Uh, we had a guys... great time sharing our movie picks with you this year. And you know, if you agree with us, if yeah. you disagree, <laughs> who knows? If you disagree, <laughs> let us know on Instagram by following us at Press Play AR. That's Press play AR. Guys, seriously, we really wish you a happy and prosperous new year. 2022. And we'll be doing our best to be as uh, consistent as possible. If you guys want to be on the show, want to promote something or anything, let us know at gopressplaythenumber2 at gmail.com. That's gopressplaythenumber2 at gmail.com. Gmail.com. Uh, <laughs> your provider for tampons. I don't know. <laughs> what? Once again, thank you. This is Press Play with Augie and Riz. I'm Augie. Hey, hey, I'm Riz. Thanks Thanks for for listening. listening.